Warning, do not drive a vehicle nor operate machinery while listening to the guided meditation portion of this episode. What's the point of the point, and why does it matter? It's the difference between wisdom and glorified banter. The answer has answers all interconnected, cause no part of true truth should feel they're rejected. You can argue and fight for each nugget of knowledge, and defend each new truth as you would in college. But the real true answer is just how they're adjoined, cause what we're all really seeking the point of the point yeah I know my life's purpose I love to tell people what to do and I'm good at it I just know what needs to get done really I'd be a great executive the only problem is I can't get along with anyone and now I have bosses who think they know what they're doing which they don't And they spend all their time telling me what to do. You know, some people just know what they were made to do. And frankly, I'm jealous of them. They have musical talent, or are naturals in sales, or have some other gift they're born with. Maybe they're psychic and have all the answers. Or their talent is just being at the right place at the right time. I don't know. They certainly don't bang their heads on the wall wondering what to do. They know. And everyone around them knows it too. And of course, it's easy for them because they're so talented. Little old me, I don't have any special talent. I don't seem to have any special purpose in my life. Tell you the truth, I'm not very good at anything. I'm the mediocre child. You know, the failure. That's true that my friends say I'm amazing at video games, but I don't really believe them. All I do is just have some fun. I really get into it. Like I mega zone out on it. But really, it's no biggie. I just do what anyone would do. And as it turns out, I do win my fair share. But so what? And secondly, even if I was so great... I don't make any money from it. No fame. No glory. No girls. It just doesn't make my life any better. There's nothing in it for me. Except to escape from everything else. Yeah, I got a good gig. I make good money. And it's not that hard. But there's no meaning in what I do. I feel like I need a greater purpose in my life. I feel so at odds with myself until I can do things that are meaningful for me and good for the world and not have to worry about money all the time. But I just can't seem to find my way. Sound familiar? Today's podcast is, So, What's Your Life's Purpose? And if you don't know what your life's purpose is, Even the question can feel pretty annoying. Hi, I'm Dr. Golden. I'm not an expert at this. If you knew me, you'd know that. On the other hand, I'm going to try and give you a way to see the issue 
another way to look at it. First, we'll look at my take of the meaning of meaning, purpose, and mission. Then I'll give a visualization analogy of their relationship. Next, I will give a short, guided meditation to help you to begin to sort all of this out for yourself. And finally, I will review the situations you just heard. Life's purpose. Life mission. Life's meaning. Is there any special reason I'm living? Do I need one? I don't know, but I would argue that having meaning in one's life would seem to be pretty life-affirming. I think finding meaning in our lives is a fundamental principle of the part of life that is capable of finding meaning, like us. So let's say we can have meaning in our lives, know what our lives mean, but not know the purpose of it. Yes? And let's say that we could know the purpose of our lives and still not know our mission. Our special mission could be. So I think it all starts with meaning. Now call me crazy, but I think that meaning is tied up with our interpersonal instincts of giving of ourselves to others. Because those of us who don't have that instinct seriously developed are the very first ones to complain that their life has no meaning. So while I can't know the meaning of your life, you might try to find ways to give of yourself. Through that, you may stumble upon the meaning of your life and maybe even the meaning of life in general. So let's say that you have a handle on the meaning of your life, but what is your life's purpose? What did you agree to before you were here, if you believe in that sort of thing? Looking backwards, called reverse engineering, what could you have agreed to based upon what you already know about your life? Let's say that you notice that much of what you do may have a healing effect on people. Or you are able to transfer information easily, or you love to figure out abstractions, or you're great with animals. Whatever you feel is natural and or other people notice about you. These qualities are broad in general. They are not tied to one mode of delivery, a particular profession or hobby. But whatever you do, your tone, your flow has this quality. It expresses your essential self, who you are. And you'd be that way on a desert island. It's just your you-ness. So that's your life's purpose. And then the question is, in this world, what profession, hobby, or situation is best in giving you the greatest opportunity to deliver that flow you have with the greatest efficiency.
So your life's mission is how your life's purpose is expressed in this world. To make these distinctions a little easier to visualize, imagine this image. There is an ocean. A vast river feeds into the ocean. And at the beginning or head of the river is a mountain lake. This is where the river begins. The melting snow that feeds into the mountain lake we'll call spirit or pure life. The pure water from the heavens. The impetus to live. The energy of life. The lake itself is life's purpose. That specific lake is specifically someone's life's purpose. That exact location and water quality. And then the first few miles of the little river is also your purpose as it relates to this world. It's your basic you, being you in this world, like a child. But as the river gets grander, it may flood, it may wander, it may dam up due to some beavers or some situation that you must deal with. But sooner or later, it finds a way to continue. As it travels down the valley, it finds the area best to travel. It has interacted with the conditions on the ground and has made choices best to deliver your purpose, your spirit, in this world at this time to get that water down to the ocean. That is your mission. That is the specific job, hobby, or circumstance that best expresses your life's purpose here and now. And you make your job or circumstance conform to the interests, skills, and abilities that you possess, making that job truly your own. No one will be able to do it quite like you. And the ocean. That is where this is all going. To the ocean of accomplishment of what you are here to do. And everyone else's rivers are also ending up in this vast ocean. And there, at the ocean, your little ocean beach at the mouth of your river, you retire with a bottle of fine wine, with your friends, your family, your mate, or just yourself, and enjoy all that there is around you. Just bathe in this beauty, knowing that you accomplished everything you set out to do in your life. It's only now that you fully realize the magnitude of your accomplishments. And it's complete. It's done. You help change the world for the better in your own way, in your own style. You left your mark in the world. So now we begin our guided meditation, taking in that slow, deep breath of gratitude. Hold, savor and gently release. 
attuning to the natural rhythm of your relaxed breath, we go deeper. Relax your whole being. Melting to the quiet, natural flow surrounding you and flowing through you as if you were invisible. At one with the soft flow of air. And now the air is drifting upwards, rising. Elevating, you are now looking down at your own self there at the beach. Looking all around yourself. 360 degrees in all directions. At once you see in front of you, behind you, above you, below you, amazed, entranced in the moment. In front of you, into the distance, you see the great mountains where you, your river, started. You see the mountain lake, the stream, the hurdles, you see your life. How it became a great mighty river. How your life, that water that you channeled, nourished so many people you didn't even know. And going still deeper. seeing everything more closely, in full detail. You now see the great successes of your life. What you were really meant to do, and you did it. Look at it. Look at the moments you see your life's purpose as clear as day. You see that it was so natural for you. And you were so much in the zone that you couldn't exactly name it then. The theme of your life. But now, looking at it, you can. You are. You know your purpose. And from this vantage point, you can clearly see what needed to be done. How the world's rhythm and purpose and yours interacted. It was like creating a great violin concerto, the world being the orchestra. Listen to it. Now. Hear it, its strength, its purpose. And there, just at the right moment, just the right place, we hear that beautiful, sweet solo violin playing its heart out, responding to and then responding back to the whole orchestra. 
the violinist is you. And the music is the personalized, loving touch of you reverberating through you to the whole world. You know this concerto well. You helped write it. You know your life's purpose. You know your mission. You see its finest expression. You see it now looking back at your life. You know your best profession right now, your best hobby right now, your best circumstance right now. In truth, you always did. And now, you see it in detail, what you have, who you are with, where you are, and how you are giving 110% of yourself because you are the one to do it. Examine closely and re-examine. Feel this feeling and let it just soak into your whole being. And now take that feeling, that knowledge, and send it back to your daily life self. Remembering your daily self, your day-to-day -day body is gently waking up. And breathe in. Hold, stretch a little, breathe out. You are now moving into your full day-to-day -day consciousness, and you are now fully present in your day-to-day -day self. Go over this guided meditation or make your own. Find your special place to go to and keep going there so that that consciousness and connection at that place becomes ever stronger. See your ideal life at any time, your clear purpose and mission, unadulterated or edited by anyone else. Go there to see the right moves and the right timing for you to maximize your effectiveness in your life's mission. Now, let's look back to the quotes from the beginning of this episode. For the first person who knew what their purpose in life was, but not only couldn't achieve it, but was going backwards and being bossed around by others who didn't know what they were doing. I'd say, that all talents and abilities have two sides to the same coin. One is the positive side and the other is the negative side. And really, this applies to most any talent, ability, and frankly, most anything. The trick, I think, is to focus on the positive aspect while acknowledging the negative. Gently work with the negative without putting too much energy into it parent it. 
having that negative may be part of the cost of doing business. But still, gently work with it to minimize its effects in your life. So, I'd say refine your positives, like knowing what needs to get done. Become even more knowledgeable. Stay focused on your vision and keeping your ego out of the way. Cultivate others to be visionaries like you. And if there is some negative spillover into your life, rather than feel righteous about it or guilty about it, relax and realize it is a natural phase of development for you and balances out all of the positives you have. This relaxed acknowledgement of the issue will allow the issue to resolve itself over time. As you become more and more content and then excited over your successes, you won't have time to worry about it. And you won't be feeding that negativity. Regarding the quote about having no special talent or gift, let me start with two cliches. One, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. And two, the grass is always greener on the other side of the hill. In other words, just because you think a person has a recognizable talent or great ability, it doesn't mean that there isn't a negative side of the coin that you just aren't seeing because you're not looking at it. At any rate, focus in on who you are. This guided meditation or spending other special times to view yourself and your potentials will be revealing. Much of the problem is that when you are efficient, you are in your zone and by definition can't fully analyze nor appreciate what you are doing. You are too busy doing it. So now, open the curtain. All skills, abilities, and talents that you have are very visible to you and are very transferable to other tasks and situations. Be neutral or positive when looking at what you do and who you are. Keep negativity out of it. Because it is neither true nor fair to you. Cultivate your intuition and appreciate who you are in your essence. Also, about talent. While I do use that word as I believe it, I give a strong caution about it. It must never be used as an excuse for not working hard and efficiently. Work as if you have zero talent. And likewise, it must never be used as an excuse for not trying. Ever. Because, I would argue, if you are in your flow, doing your good work, you will become more accomplished, successful, and productive than a generic, talented person. So what do you want? Further, talent is a short-sighted way of seeing a very long-term process. Since I have strong reason to believe in reincarnation, which I will get to in a future episode, 
it is easy to imagine someone with little native ability working hard, being productive, then having other lifetimes to perfect what they do or are, and then coming into the present lifetime with so-called talent. Talent, yes. But as everything else, everything functions within natural law. And the big natural law is, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Case dismissed. You know, that video gamer has tremendous ability. Inside, they sense their life's mission. But there are a few problems. The first problem is that there is no sense of meaning in life because there is no interest in truly giving of oneself. It's only what they can get. Even if they got it, it wouldn't be enough because without truly giving of oneself, the successes have little meaning. Okay, that's what I think. A life mission is not a business deal. I give this if you give that. No. A life mission is the expression of unconditional love to others, to yourself, and to your greater purpose, and to all who have helped you along the way, period. Of course, in this world, money is often involved. Maybe even glory. Maybe even girls. That's because we live in this world. And this world is made out of that stuff. If you're supposed to get paid, get paid. If you become famous, cool, enjoy. But again, that should never be the driving factor in expressing your life's mission. If it is, you have a pretty sorry life mission. Actually, it's not a real life mission. The other thing about this quote is that because there is no genuine sense of mission, it becomes very easy and convenient to label yourself or others with negative connotations. Negativity is where you put your energy when you don't have a productive place to put it. When you label, there is no need to think about things or be able to get out of the box. And so my advice is try not to label yourself, especially with negative labels. And finally, the last quote. The person who does well makes good money but is looking, seeking. That person is already transitioning towards fulfilling their life's mission. Being at odds with oneself is the very definition of transitioning from one state of awareness to another. So, that's the price of transitioning, even positive transitioning, even moving into great things. Change is universally challenging. We are all hardwired for stability, not rapid change. My advice would be to dare to go where there is real meaning, where you feel excited and alive, have a vision. Then be open when the doors are opening up. Interest, meaning, purpose, mission, drive, accomplishment, money, recognition. Let me repeat.
interest, meaning, purpose, mission, drive, accomplishment, money, recognition. It must be in that order. You start with a native interest. If it is harmonious with you, you develop and refine meaning from it. When you have meaning, you can begin to see your life's purpose. With a clear purpose for living, for your life, the mission on the ground becomes apparent. This, in turn, amplifies your drive to accomplish your mission. A little aside, keep in mind, your life's purpose does not amplify your drive because a life's purpose doesn't need it. It just is. Anyway, with drive, together with the opening of doors, your mission gets real traction in this world. In other words, you will become accomplished. With accomplishment and the open doors that accomplishment brings, generally speaking, comes money. And of course, while you have been receiving recognition in your circles, it normally takes money to amplify that recognition beyond your circles. And recognition from people means that people complete the circle with you, validating your mission. Cognition is the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding. Re means do it again. So true Recognition is when people look at you twice, seriously, deeply understanding you. So, what I am saying is to try to do things in their natural progression from inner to outer. Skipping over earlier steps just to get money or fame generally doesn't work. And when it does, it rings like a cracked bell and you generally can't hold on to your success, or you do so at a great personal cost. Which brings us to the subject of opportunities, what I call the open doors. I've seen this in my life. It's an issue I am still working on to this very day. Sometimes I feel like all the opportunities, the doors, slam shut on me. It's weird. But I want to make it work, so I keep banging on the door, eventually pleading. But there was one day when I was staring at another closed door, another closing opportunity, another bad sign of something just shutting me down from progressing. I looked around for a path forward. And to my sides, there were also only closed doors. So I just gave up. And then I thought, what if I just quickly turned around 180 degrees, exactly 180 degrees? So I did. I saw those doors opening, exactly the same way that the doors in front of me were closing. Not 90 degrees, not 120 degrees, exactly 180 degrees. I never noticed them because I was so emotional and focused on the doors closing in front of me. But those open doors 
seem to be opening in the very same way that the closing doors were closing. Now, these opening doors appeared as perhaps a quiet offer or a suggestion from someone or a dream or a daydream, perhaps a strange coincidence that put me in the right place at the right time for something that, if I capitalized on it, would catapult me into my life's mission. At the time, I thought that it was a nice gesture, but other than that, I didn't put much significance to it. I studied this phenomenon in myself and others. It's as if the open and closed doors were almost connected. Perfect opposites. Antonyms. Studying it, I could almost predict where and how an open door would open by how the closed door was closing. I was, and I'm still, learning to turn around 180 degrees when I start to see closing doors. In this world, we can learn more about a word from their synonyms. But we can learn the most by a true antonym. The perfect shadow. I use this in my thinking quite a bit, like... What would the absence of this thing or situation look like? So, the point of the point is, when you see doors closing on you, don't get frustrated. Don't get mad. Welcome it. Get excited. It's the gods wildly waving at you to turn around. They got something for you. Yeah. Turn 180 degrees. Exactly. And then look at the opening doors. The little and not so little opportunities that were made just for you. Like a love letter from the gods. Well, that's a wrap. This podcast is the beginning of my new life, of me sharing beyond my community to the world at large. I can't thank you enough for being here with me, supportive of this venture here at the ground floor. A quick update and review. Episode one was, what's the point of the point and why does it matter? Episode two was, love and hate, with a guided meditation embedded in the talk. Episode three, this one, is So What's Your Life's Purpose? Again, with a guided meditation embedded in this talk. And the next episode, number four, will be called The World of Truth. And the one after that will be called The Narrative. I look very forward for your visit then. Obligatory note, every word and every note of this episode is original content created for entertainment purposes only. Got it? Thanks for listening. Tune in to our next episode of Point to the Point. This is Dr. Golden signing off. Cause the real true answer is just how they're adjoined. Because what we're all really seeking is the point of the point.